Have you ever felt so lost in your life that your soul feels so empty? Feeling the need to find that purpose and healing? Holy Crave Podcast is for anyone who is starting their journey through self-love or anyone who is embarking holistic healing, women who need empowerment, women who don't have a voice, women who want to jumpstart their journey in reaching their higher self. In each episode, I share a bit size of my story of how I overcame an autoimmune disease and lessons I've learned in my life. We'll talk about how I had to unlearn old thought patterns that's not serving me anymore, fears I had to acknowledge and overcome one by one, recognizing my ego's self-limiting beliefs about my full potential, and having my mentors along the way who have helped me shift that mindset to tuned in, tapped in, and turned on to my most authentic self. Hi everybody, welcome back to my channel. In today's episode, I have a very special guest and her name is Danielle Kine. She's one of the people that I really appreciate most because every time I take her meditation class, I feel that instant energetic shift. She's an amazing person. She's an epitome of radiant energy. She dedicated so many years of personal and spiritual development. And you know what's her mission? It is to help you to wake up to your higher self. Isn't that amazing? And it's so aligned with what I want to have in this platform. In this episode, we talked about the meaning of spirituality and how can you tap into it. We also talk about the benefits of meditation and having that living in that present moment. Having that mindfulness as a prerequisite to meditation. We also talk about the ways and means to live as your higher self. So sit back and relax and let's get started. Hi, Cray. Thank you so much for joining me today and inviting me on your podcast. I feel so honored and so grateful. So let's just get started. Um, I would love to know or just Tell everybody, what do you do or how did you start your spiritual journey? And I just want to share them like your background or what do you do for a living and when did it all started? Yes, great. So I am a spiritual life and business coach. Mm -hmm. I help spiritual leaders tap into their highest self so that they can authentically share their story, share their knowledge and wisdom, and make a living out of doing what they're passionate about. It's mm. so oftentimes that health and wellness advocates really don't know how to share their passion. And that's where I step in to really help people acknowledge what they actually love sharing with the world, how they like to increase the quality of life in another person, and really how to create a business doing that, building your own economy around that passion. And I get so excited to help health and wellness spiritual leaders really step up in the world and, and share their mission. Wow, that is so amazing. Just like a light worker you are. Um, what is spirituality for you? And what can it do for anyone who is finding their truest self? Like how you are doing right now with your spiritual business coaching? Yeah, so spirituality to me is really tapping into this 
true authentic self within ourselves and tapping into this energetic field. We are energy beings. We are energy ourselves and there's energy all around us. And when you tap into that, settling into the silence to tap into that energy, you can reconnect to this higher being and this higher being, this higher energy, the divine, the God, spiritual guides, archangels, whatever you want to call them, tapping into that is spirituality, you know, going back into really who we are, why we're here and what lights Mm -hmm. us up. And when we connect back to our true self and Satnam, truth is my identity. When we connect back to that true self, it is amazing what type of clarity we have and awaken ourselves to this deeper sense of intuition. And there's no more hesitancy or, you know, reluctancy to make decisions in our life. You just know the path, you know, you're on the path, you know, the next clear direction, the next stepping stone. And you also embrace life in a different mindset and perspective when you practice spirituality or get back in touch with spirituality and it's it will have profound effects in in all areas of life right for people who don't know how or any steps that you would like to recommend with your expertise I would love for you to share them like what are the simple steps to connect with with that spiritual level yes great question okay so for starters Whenever we have this notion or thought that we want to connect to spirituality or make a shift in our life, or mm-hmm. we see this light around someone else and we get inspired and say, Oh, I want some of that. It's oftentimes when we've kind of hit a low point in our lives where we feel I'm not liking what's going on in my life currently. There's got to be something better out there for me. I don't know what it is, but I need to get there. And it's oftentimes that those are the aha moments that spark us into seeking a connection to spirituality because we've in a way it's it's we've lost touch with our spirituality we've lost touch with that authentic self and it makes us feel separated makes us feel separated from ourselves from others and we're amongst millions billions of people in the world but we feel so separate and we feel separate from nature and and community as well so it's oftentimes that we have those aha moments and those kind of those radical times in our lives that we notice okay I'm willing to to practice meditation or practice some journaling Mm -hmm. or practice breath work in order to have a shift and I just want to invite everyone who's listening that there's no time like the present if you don't already have a practice of spirituality do it do it now. You are going to have profound effects in your life, not just in your own personal life, but also the ripple effect that it has amongst those nearest and dearest to you, as well as your clients or those you work with. And even those strangers and just short interactions that you have with people, you will have profound effects in life. And I would say the, f- the first few things that I would recommend for someone who's just starting to get into spirituality or having a personal practice is number one is having an open mind. 
being being open to trying something new that might be different than the belief systems that you have been taught in your childhood and just be open and willing to try them. And you won't know unless you don't try and you won't receive unless you ask. So when you open yourself up to receive, you are allowing this infinite possibility happen to happen in your life. And yes. so first is just having an open mind. And then two is there's many different ways to start a spiritual practice. It could be meditation. It could be journaling and intention setting. It could be a manifestation process. It could be breath work. There are different ways to kind of go with it. I would say for a lot of people, meditation, most oftentimes people say, oh, I can't meditate. Oh, I can't settle the mind. Oh, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Make the time. Make the time to do it. It is 100% worth it. Um, I mean, it reduces your cortisol levels, reduces your stress, boosts your immune system. It will also have you have, it'll have, you'll have more clarity yeah. in everything that you do and everything you do will be <clears throat> such purpose and drive as well. You'll feel so much more balanced and better. sleep as well, increase your energy, everything. So, and another thing about meditation, if, if that's the avenue that you'd want to take for the first step into spirituality is so many times people say, I can't, my mind is too scattered or I can't turn my mind off. And have you experienced this before? I did. Yeah. I was going to say like when I started uh, meditating, I started for one minute and just like close my and breathe. And then so many, this, the monkey mind in my head just couldn't stop. Like, like oh, what are you doing? Why are you sitting here? You have to do something, do your task. And it's like sabotaging myself. And I'm so like, okay, I'm done with this. I can't do it anymore. So, and then I tried again for another five minutes. Okay. Let's just sit here. And then I turned off my lights and then I just started breathing and I count I counted my breath to four seconds and I felt like my 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 self-talk just like quieted for a little bit but they're still in there but it, it just like I it's not as crazy from the beginning or from the start that I started doing it so yeah that's one of the questions actually where you hit where I wanted to ask you the steps to recommend to people who are having difficult time in meditating because I have a friend who is telling me how do you meditate for 30 minutes I can't even do one minute right <laughs> so, so yeah that's, I would love to hear that and for you to share yes oh my gosh I love that and so for meditation it's so often that we've ingrained in our culture that we are multitasking all the time. Yeah. And the more that we multitask, for starters, we're actually not as productive in that one thing if we would have dedicated all of our effort and energy into one thing. When we start to multitask and we have all these different avenues of where our mind's focused, it's not as clear. It's not as intentional. Yes, you're going to get it done, but it's not going to get done as well. 
And when we train our minds to constantly be scattered all over the the place, it makes it more difficult to have a singular focus. And meditation is all about a singular focus, a singular focus on our breath or one intention or just our bodies, you know, that singular focus just has to be exercised like a muscle. Just like as if you're at the gym and you first go in and it's brand new, you're like, oh gosh, this is hard. These weights are heavy. But then the progression of it, you know, you start going back to the gym, you're working those biceps again and again. It's like, oh, this got easier. I can, okay, now I can get up a higher weight here. You know, it's, it's exercising that muscle and it's just training that muscle in order for it to work for you and not against you. Because currently in our day and age, we're, we're often training ourselves to really self-sabotage ourselves. And with that whole mindset of scattered and overwhelmed and how many more things can we stack in the day and how many Mm -hmm. things can I do at once? And we're moving further and further away from our authentic self and finding clarity and revealing who we are underneath the layers uh, when we when we live like that. The more that you can practice mindfulness, so mindfulness is a prerequisite and in, a, in addition to meditating. And mindfulness is going through your five senses. And whenever you can practice going through your five senses, that's going to bring you, instead of thinking about the past or the future, it's going to bring you right here in the right now. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about those five senses, you can think about what you see in the room, what you feel, what you taste, you know, mm-hmm. the sounds, everything. And that's going to help you focus in before you actually meditate. Right. So. That's a really great practice to do even before you start your meditation practice, especially if you've had a whole day's worth of multitasking. That is so helpful. Like I experienced that before with the yoga nidra um, meditation where we had to focus on one specific sound. So just focus on that one until like we dove deeper. And I don't know, I just, sometimes I what do you call that situation when sometimes like I fall asleep, but I'm not really asleep? Well, yeah, you're actually transcending into this other time and space where, you know, that's actually in a yoga nidra in itself is deep yogic sleep. You're not, right. not sleeping, but you're actually going through the different Delta, you know, alpha, beta, Delta and theta waves to right. really come into this restoring sensation in the body. Yeah. You're, yes. Consciously still listening, like your mm-hmm. your cells, your body, everything is still listening. It's just that your thoughts and your mind have settled into this complete stillness and peacefulness. I just want to like have my friends to achieve this like type of feeling where whenever I share my meditation with them, because like some of them are really discouraged because of you know how our busy our day is, how our we are oftentimes beyond an autopilot. Tell them that it's okay to take a rest and and have like at least like an hour a day. Yes. Okay. Real quick. I also want to address another thing that mm-hmm. you had mentioned too. So because we are on autopilot through so many tasks in our days, it's a really great tool to practice mindfulness in all of the mundane 
tasks that we do. So for instance, and this is going to benefit meditation as well, the more mindful that we practice, more mindful practices. So even just brushing your teeth, there's so many times that we're just focused on what am I doing next? What do I have to do? Oh my gosh, this over here, that over there. We're not even fully present. Like, right. do you remember brushing your teeth? Like, do you remember the feeling yeah. in anything? So when you practice mindfulness and you think about, okay, bring myself into this moment of brushing my teeth and what am I seeing? Okay. Maybe looking in the mirror, looking at myself, mm-hmm. brushing my teeth. What do I taste? The mintiness, you know, what can I smell? That aroma mm-hmm. of the toothpaste, maybe it's cinnamon, maybe it's mint this time, spearmint, whatever it might be. Maybe it's mm-hmm. my deodorant I just put on that I can smell. Mm-hmm. What can I hear? Do I have an electric toothbrush? You know, do I hear the bristles going across? What can mm-hmm. I, do I actually feel? I can feel the little tickly bristles on my gums, you know, going through those five senses through those everyday tasks will help us attune ourselves and and really rehearse that muscle and practice of being present so that when we do sit down and meditate later, it's a lot easier because we've also taken that prerequisites of mindfulness into our day. Same thing for even like a skincare routine for women, for, you know, washing your face, you know, feeling like before you even put, even before feeling, before you even squeeze out the lotion or the face scrub or whatever, look at it on your hand and be like, wow, like this is, this is my body. This is my hand. I'm putting this here. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm cleansing. So this is going to be tying in intention too. So why are you doing a skincare routine? Well, my intention mm-hmm. is to be youthful and have glowing skin yeah. and nourish it and heal and make sure I'm taking care of and respecting my body. Mm-hmm. And having that thought process as you're like scrubbing your face and putting the lotion on everywhere and mm-hmm. taking that intention along with the mindfulness practice will just up level how you are interacting with yourself and how you are perceiving the things that you do in life. Because when you set those clear intentions about what you're doing, it really shifts everything. I mean, it shifts Mm -hmm. how you look at it and it shifts the energy that you're emitting out to it. Because if we're, if we're brushing our teeth and we're super stressed Mm -hmm. and we're not even focused on right here, right now, then we're just emitting more of that stress out into the universe, magnifying exactly. it and attracting more to us. But with, if we set the intention of purifying, cleaning and cleansing and releasing anything that no longer serves me, getting rid of those toxins and yeah. I'm clean and pure, you know, setting those intentions will, will have an energy shift. Like we'll actually mm-hmm. shift our energy to, in that way. So Okay, so then segueing even even more so into intentions, every single day I wake up and the first thing I do is I meditate and I set my intentions. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I set intentions is because I want to show up for the day with a clear direction of where I want to go. If right. I wake up and I don't set those intentions, I feel kind of lost and I don't know what to do. And then I could get stressed, doubts kind of creep in or depression starts to creep in, um, feelings of, am I, what am I even doing? Is it even worth it? You know, does anyone care? All of the thoughts creep in if I, if I don't practice the meditation and set intentions. So intention setting is, 
is really just gearing in on a specific goal of how you want to show up. Mm -hmm. What do you want the day to be like? When we have, when we have that intention of, I'm going to be very productive today. Everything I do is going to have. Creativity flowing through it Mm -hmm. with innovative ideas. And I'm going to seek solutions into you know, getting to this, maybe that's a certain goal that I have. And, you know, I'm going to attach myself to this higher self, this higher being mm-hmm. so that I can be of service to others. And then just setting that intention will create the day. And it's amazing. Yes. I really love how you say, use your five senses and be mindful and have that mindfulness, whatever you do, or just by simply like, brushing your teeth because for me when I feel like I want to feel abundant when I put my skincare routine at night and then when I massage my face and that's how I feel that surge of like soothing feeling and it's just I feel great I feel good and and this makes my skin looks really like glimmering and glistening and, and that feels great before I sleep in my bed and then I would say you know what are the things that I'm grateful of and what are the things that I accomplish with my intention like you said it, in the morning because I write things down what do I want to focus today and what are what do I want to embody today so today I want to feel really in the flow and I want to feel be in a receiving mode with the universal you know, flow of the energy just it's just yeah I feel comfortable right now talking to you and you sharing that made me feel like wow yeah I'm doing the right thing and that's true I'm feeling my highest self because I feel like um for some other people talking about higher self seems to be very intangible and what does higher self mean and what does it mean to be the most authentic self so the highest self or the higher self is is the one who will always be the cheerleader for you, who will always always has your back, who is always looking out for your best interests, who is respecting and honoring your body, who's showing up with, with intentions and with goals and with energy and with a mindset that is going to be of service to you, that's never going to harm you, that mm-hmm. always is looking out for you to be on the right path and to continue on that right path, that you feel in alignment, that you feel mm-hmm. you are you are here for a reason and you are connected to that purpose and that mission that you're here on in this, in this lifetime. And when you connect to that higher self, mm-hmm. it's... It's really asking to connect so that you can make the right choices and connect to this intuitive energy within you that is going to be nourishing. Because what happens is we have this negative self-dialogue that happens in our life. And the negative self-dialogue can sometimes be from past memories of childhood, maybe someone has made fun of us, maybe someone didn't like something that we did and they voiced it, or maybe it was a parent or a family member or a sibling that has said something to us that made us feel less than, 
that made us feel disconnected from our higher self, who made us feel unworthy or not enough, or that we, that we weren't doing something right, that we weren't doing something well. And it's when we pick up on all those things and we pick that debris up and we carry it with us all throughout life. And when we, when we get that negative self-dialogue, we're basically rehearsing all of those negative affirmations, negative affirmations, because they are statements. And then we believe them. We create this whole belief system and live our life based on all these things that we have heard and that we actually believe them. We believe that we're not worthy. We believe that we're not pretty. We believe that we're not intelligent enough. And when we start to believe those things, that's not our highest self at all. (laughs) That's not exactly. It's just this misconception of, of who we are, but it's not us. And when we finally tap into, I am connecting to my highest self. Mm -hmm. I'm connecting to my true purpose. I'm connecting to clarity, to who I am deep down. Those thoughts do not surface. The -hmm. thoughts surfaces are, you know, you are on the right path. You are amazing. You are brilliant. You are incredible. Mm -hmm. You are perfect exactly as you are. Those are the things that the highest self will tell us. That's our authentic self. Our authentic Mm -hmm. selves, our highest self is pure love and light pure love, unconditional love. And that's a hard one to grasp around because we're so, we're so trained otherwise, but unconditional love is literally no conditions. We love pure radiance, pure light ourselves and others. Mm -hmm. And there's no judgments. There's no criticisms. It is what it is. That is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. I love that definition. That is so true. Cause like I used to have a lot of negative affirmation. I resonate with that so much. Like I used to look down on myself. I have so much insecurities, but I did a lot of inner work. And with that being said, I was just able to unlearn those things that I inherently brought up to my child from my childhood to my adulthood so for that that's all about being higher self the unconditional love for herself and for others oh my gosh I love that Danielle <laughs> yes. oh, okay last question what is your advice to your 21 years old self oh that's a good question <laughs> I would say 21 year old self back then I definitely was more, I was more insecure and I would question myself and I would question my abilities and I wasn't as tapped into my higher self or that intuition. So Mm -hmm. what I would say is my advice would be to meditate more and to not let others dim your light. Don't let others dictate who you are or who you should be because your authentic self is you. You don't need anyone else to tell you who to be or how to be. And just to be unstoppable in anything that you want to do, be unstoppable. Don't let 
anyone else put fear into you or question what you're doing, if you have a dream and you have a goal, go for it. I needed that advice when I was 21 because <laughs> I felt like on, I feel like the 21 years old self, Cray, is the place where I made a lot of mistakes. I, I made a lot of things that helped me to be who I am today. And I'm, I always want to hear this from someone, from all of my guests, because it, it, it enriches my soul from that point of my life. And it now I'm like looking back and who I am today. I'm meditating more. I am following my intuition more. So I, I followed your advice. So thank you so much. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> yes, thank you. And I love that you've taken that advice for that that twenty year old yes. of you and kind of <laughs> cultivating that still. And I'm I'm there too. I'm still taking that advice and making sure I run with it because when we lose track of that, that's we kind of fall back into those old patterns and habits. Yeah. So it's, it's really about continuing to take that advice and always evolving. Please let us know where to reach you from Instagram or Facebook. Um, so you can find me at DanielleKlein.com, and that's K-L-E-I-N. And my handle on Instagram is at SpiritualBizCoach, and on Facebook, SpiritualBizCoach. And I have a three-month intensive online business program that Ooh. I have put all of my wisdom, knowledge, trainings, teachings into. And we dive deeper into the energetic system, manifesting, setting intentions for your business, and really tapping into who we are, what our strengths are, and what our passions are, and how to create a business around that, and in particular, an online business, and how to navigate the online world, how to create your brand, how to market yourself, how to create courses and a product suite, and it's really an all-in-one program to help anyone who's interested in health and wellness in particular yeah. to create a business and get it out there and share your mission and share your story to help others. Wow. Thank you so much again, Daniel. I am really honored saying yes to this interview. This will really, really help so many people and I'm so excited to share this. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cray. I appreciate it. I love you so much. Wow, that was really good. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. What I love what she said was authenticity and higher self is pure love and light. It's unconditional love. So don't forget to subscribe, rate this episode, and follow me on Instagram. Also, Danielle Klein, all of her social handles is on, is on the description. So don't forget to rate. Gratefully, Cray.